stupid scrawny half-elf. Think he can take my place? He doesn't know the true power of last time on the Incursible Party. I think Gozer would probably think it's a survivable fall. It's only 60 feet in, into water, too, right? <laughs> yeah, Gozer's gonna jump. And as he kind of, you know, goes back to grab the the very, like, the front of it, it's got, you know, got a, like a rope kind of knotted around a loop in the wood, and on the side of it is painted Thuft, a.k.a. Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Spelt Shaft. You guys ready to go? Yeah, wh- where are we headed, Shaft? We're done here, right? We're heading back to the see where the black stuff's coming from. I mean, there's, you sure can't get to her. Well, She's gone. I've got a proposition for you. That That's is the, the deal. deal, okay. Yeah, yeah. Everybody agree with that deal? Okay. Yeah. Without the letters thing, I'm not going to really agree to the letters, but... Everything else? It's okay. Good? Bryn? Yes, we're fine. Brindle? Oh, yes, yes. I am, As I said, I am with Falzer. Go get the potions and we'll meet you back here tonight. If he's stupid enough to follow me, he won't see the continuing adventure. Are we going to do an eight-hour rest before we do all our shenanigans, or are we just going to, like, continue on and not have a rest and then have to deal with exhaustion? I think Falzrin was trying to get that in so that you could be rested, Gozer, but I don't know if there's time. There's a brief window where you guys could, one, go get some potions of water breathing and or the components to craft them. And the rest of you could potentially, <laughs> whatever you're planning to do with the big crab machines, uh, and then get in a rest and then be able to get up and go before sunrise. Or in whatever order you want to do those things, right? Yeah. I think it's ideal. I think that, that. is the smartest tactical decision. Sounds good to me. Did, did I you guess guys want to give me I guess it depends on... On what Gozer and Brynn and I think since you already have one, we'll, we'll wait. Okay, on fine. That. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so Gozer, how about you go start your rest while Shaft and I go get these barrels and stuff or whatever? They're off going potions already, right? We kicked them, we said go. Yeah. So they gone. Uh, you two get barrel by yourself? You beauty. We're being sneaky, though. But heavy. We'll go get the barrels. If you guys come back here at night and the barrels are still there, then we don't have them. If you don't see them, we'll be in the water and we'll come back out and get you guys. Okay, Gozer, go see. Where are you going to rest, Gozer? Um, I'm going to find a back alley somewhere. Okay, that's easy. And hide. Smart. Set some Gozer traps. All right, Shafty. Set some Gozer traps. What's the what's the what's the plan with the crabs here, bud? Well, b- before we get into that, um, so Falzerin oh, okay. and and Brendel, like Brendel doesn't have any gold. Falzerin has got next to no gold. What? You got a scroll to sell, or what's your plan here? Uh, I mean, I could sell my spell book that I've been <laughs> <laughs> trying to replicate. Uh, you have any gems, rubies, pearls? I do. Yeah. Sell them. Actually. Good point. I don't know what they're worth. Take them to a shop before it closes. Yeah. What do you? What's fair market value for those uh, 
those pearls that I have. Who are you asking? The DM. Well, you gotta go to a store and ask them. Yeah, you would need to like have someone uh, basically appraise them and give you a proper value. I mean, you could try, you could attempt to go to a store and use it as currency, but then you are quite beholden to whatever that particular shopkeep deems he could get away with any how much they're worth. So it's up to you. Does Brendel have the supplies to make any of these potions? Wouldn't he have a rough idea what they'd be worth? I don't believe that. I don't think Falzerin and Brendel definitely wouldn't. Okay. Pearls? They come from the sea, man. <laughs> right, <laughs> but again, the 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 sheltered life that you've lived, that you've never really had to. You know, you've always been supplied by the by by Heracli, the elders of Heraclion and that stuff, right? Like, when would you? When would Falzerin have ever dealt in jewels? Yeah. Oh dear, I don't tend to fare well when it comes to this sort of thing. <laughs> Should have gotten that intimidation brooch from Bren. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see him try. Um, I I don't we don't have much of a choice. I think we're gonna have to go to a shop and and see if we can get any of these potions. I mean, Brendel should know roughly what they're worth. I would think. Oh, the potions, yes. Uh, yeah, I would surmise you could probably pick one up for between 50 and 100 gold a potion. Alright, well, let's let's go see if we can find someone who's interested in these pearls. I mean, pearls are Pearls are relatively sought after. They should that be all, you just you just have pearls, right? You don't have the topaz. I think you just have pearls. I think I, I just have, have pearls. Topaz. Well, why is it not written on your inventory sheet? I have three pearls. I'm pretty sure you don't have any. <laughs> why are they not I think we down? asked you and we went over how many you had in an episode not long ago. Are they not written somewhere, Hunt? Probably. I believe it was four. If you want, I, we can I start. One, I gave one to Shaft, though. You did give one to Shaft. Thank okay. you. Okay. Yeah. If you want, we could start all over where we're trying to kick you out to go get the potions and you can say you have no money, but instead you let us kick you out with no money. Well, I thought Brendel was rolling in it. We're never gonna fight! I think if you gave one a shab, you have three. We'll just say you have three. If it's wrong, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. So, yes, Valdrin and Brendel, you could certainly find uh, a, a place where you could get the pearls appraised and a general value. and uh, You are told and offered 90 gold per pearl okay does this shopkeep sell the potions we're after uh, it was a separate it's a separate place it's like a jewelry and you know and, and gemstone kind of place right so it's not like a magic shop because pearls aren't inherently magical right yeah so you can either take the gold for the pearls as you know this keep could possibly use them to inlay in some type of jewelry or maybe a, a more ornate clothing article, right? That's why he would want the actual pearl as opposed to the gold. But you could also keep on the pearl and use, now that you know it's estimated value, as if it was currency itself. It's up. It's really up to you. It kind of does really make no difference. But I would say that predominantly gold talks. Yeah, I, I'd like the gold, I think. Okay. Um, and that seems like a decent price. Okay, so you get 90 gold pieces per pearl you have. So 270. Absolutely. Beautiful. So um, I say, all right, Brendel, let's let's go see if we can find 
supplies to make these potions, or else, ideally, the potions themselves for sale. Okay, and you are yeah, you're easily able to find find a shop, and this shop has two created potions of water breathing, in addition to the components in which you could possibly craft uh, additionals if you needed, but their inventory on hand, uh, strictly just the two. And they are going for, for 50 gold pieces per potion. I'll pay 100 for the two, and I'll say, Brendel, do you think you have time to make, I mean, how many, how many can you make tonight if we buy more supplies? Well, if I, I could certainly brew up at least two of them, possibly time for three. Okay. Well, let's buy supplies for three. How much do supplies for the potions go for? It would be generally the, the cost. Maybe you could get the combined supplies for, say, 35 gold per potion. Okay. As the labor is also part of the, of, of the cost. Okay. Perfect. So what is that, another 105 gold then for three more components worth of... Yeah. So 205. Back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Mom's spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) Brit and Shaft. You you know I grew up on Six Mile, right? (laughs) Like legitimately. Okay. Um, So it's still daylight, right? Yes, the, the sun is, is waning and, and will soon be setting. So what's around around these two uh, crab things? Are there guards? Do there Are there anything that we would... Well, it's still light. We can look around. They're is chained to the wall, eh? They are chained and secured to the building, yes. Shaft. Yeah. Uh, did you make buds with any of those guys in the bar for from Dorset? Not really. Falzerin talked to him, but mm. I thought, I thought maybe that would be a good idea if it was still, you know, before it gets night to go sort of talk to him about how we might drive one of these things. I mean, not be well, that obvious, but but sort of talk to him and go think about signing up to be part of the uh, part of their crew and you know how well, hard would it be? I was thinking, number one, we can go inspect these things and try to figure out. If we need a key, which I'm sure we do. Secondly, we can find the tavern where they all hang out after work and steal their jackets and their key and kind of look like we work for them so no one will suspect anything. How are we going to know if there's a key or anything? I mean, you're going to climb up on there and look? I'm going to go looking right now. In the daylight? Yeah. I'm pretty sneaky. Okay. Just, you know, like walking by, looking at the lock on the chains and see how... Well, I assume you can pick the lock. Yeah, for sure I can pick the chain, but like, what is needed to get those legs back out again? You saw them. They like tucked all in and everything. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We maybe go to the tavern and get a little information. You think they'll tell us? I think uh, if we buy them some beer and, and talk to them about how cool their job is... And what kind of neat things that they do. Maybe they would uh, spill a little information. At Here's we'll the know. thing. We go to the bar and talk to them. They're going to they're gonna recognize us or know us. Oh, absolutely. If we just go in there when they're already smashed and grab their jacket off the back of the chair or something, I mean, they're not going to know who did it. That's a good point. 
That's all I'm saying. I walk over to just kind of like walk slowly and meander and look at the chain, kick the barrel, you know, see what I observe. Trying to be without uh, without anyone noticing you. Yeah. Okay. Roll roll a stealth. Or acting just like really nonchalant, sort of. So that's twenty. And as you approach the barrels, you do see now there are two crisscrossing lengths of chain that uh, so at the point that they cross there's a padlock that connects the two chains like through one of the two of the links right on either chain and then the ends of the crossing lengths come down to uh, uh, an iron ring into the side of the building where there's an additional padlock on either end of these chains okay do I notice anything on the barrel as far as like a keyhole or an area that they would insert an object to get the legs out and all that kind of stuff. Doesn't look like there's any like a lever locking just... mechanism. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, I'll go back and tell Shaft what I saw. So what do you think? It just kind of looks like a lever. What if... Could you see in the window to see if there's anything inside? Well, there's not. It's kind of compact now. There's not really a window. Oh, there's no way to look into it. I don't know. That's what I'm assuming. Leland, correct me if I'm wrong. You are correct. Okay. How about we hit up the bar and see if there's any real drunk Dorset guys from a distance before, like I said, before we show our faces and they could recognize us. Just sort of observe because we're waiting for nightfall anyway. So you're gonna have to. Unhook. You're going to have to do two locks down on the chain to unhook them from each other, right? Two padlocks and then some type yeah. of lever on top. And then the lever on top of both of them. Once we're in there, I don't know if it'll work, but we could at least go observe and listen. Three total locks. Three total. Where's the other one? Well, the one that's attached to the wall, if you attach untach it from both of the chains going to the thing, you don't have to worry about the wall, right? Possibly, but again, they're, they're linked together where they crisscross as well. Oh, it's going... Th- so the chains are linked both of them together, and then there's a loop that holds those back to the wall. There's The chains themselves form like an X right across these barrels. The yeah. bottom of either length comes down to the bottom of the building where they're locked. And where these chains intersect in the middle of this X, there's another padlock connecting the two lengths of chain. All right. So you got three locks you have to pick. I'm not worried about picking those locks. I'm a little bit more worried about if we get all the way to picking the locks... And we need some kind of key to operate these things. Okay, let's go. All right. Are you guys going back to the jacked eel? Yeah, jacked eel. I was trying to look for the name. <laughs> we'll go to this jacked eel, and uh, I would like to sit close enough to maybe hear what they're talking about. Snack a, a snag, snatch or snag, one or the other. Uh, jacket or something that had their logo on it. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, what are you doing, Chef? Same thing? I'm just going to go over and start a conversation with one of the guys. Like one of the Dorset group? Yeah, I mean, if they're, are they all sitting there at the table? Yeah, they're all gathered around a table together. Seeming very, you know, chummy with each other. I'm going to grab a couple beers and head over and sit down by them and, and lay a few down and say, Hey, I just wanted to buy a round for you guys. Uh, you seem to be doing a really good job. Uh, you know... I was just wondering if there's any openings for the Dorset group. I'd get, you know, 
like to talk about what you, what I'd have to do. Basically, what I'm trying to do is help her to distract so she can sure, sure, right. steal stuff. Yeah, I'm like at the other end of the table or whatever. Yeah. So the conversation's just light. And the guy, you know, immediately next to you kind of instantly grabs it. Ah, <laughs> thanks. Well, you're, you're a little small statured and um, <laughs> we don't have many openings, but much obliged for the round. You know, and blah, 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 blah. Bryn, why don't you make a sleight of hand then if you want to grab one okay. of their... I want to grab, yeah, one or two of their coats, but I okay. also want to observe um, if I notice any keys on a keychain on their belts or, like, person or table or something. I right, make a perception check then. I'm going to perceive first. Uh, my perception is a critical, uh, which ends up being 22. I roll a nat 20, so... Yeah, you don't notice any keychains hanging off of anyone's belt or anything like that. Okay. So do I see a jacket or something I could steal that has a logo that kind of yep. looks legit? Absolutely. Okay. So I roll for each thing I want to steal type thing? Yeah, and so Shaft is, is basically aiding you, so you can have advantage on this sleight of hand check. Ooh, nice. Okay, thanks, Shaft. You don't hear that very often. Another nat 20! So my sleight of hand is 25. Okay. Barry, Barry the Badger jumps out. Yeah, right. <laughs> so as uh, you know, as Shaft says something witty, as Shaft is wont to do, the, one of these guys kind of pitches forward in laughter, and you're able to just like slip the jacket off of his chair as he's kind of left contact with the back of it. All right, okay, so like you want one more? Shove it in my bag there. It would be good to have two, yeah, I think. Okay. So that, because uh, there's two barrels, right? Like two vehicles we're going to try to right, drive. Right. Yeah. Okay, so another attempt here. Yeah, with advantage still. Another nat 20 on the same <laughs> dice. Unbelievable. Three in a row on the same dice, and I'm going to fail every time next time we fight. Oh, so 25. So you see Shaft on the table kind of push out a beer to one of the other guys, but kind of just out of the guy's reach, so he's got to lean forward and, <laughs> and grab it, and you're able to get a, a second jacket. Nice. All right, so I kind of give Shaft a little wink, and... Uh, you can say anything else you want, but I'm observing that there's no other keys or anything else that it looks like, so. Hey, it's my nice meeting you guys, uh, but I gotta run. Uh, uh, catch you next time. Walk out the door. And I follow. Nicely done. I'll give Shaft one of the jackets, and we'll hang out till it's kind of dusk. A little darker. Go find uh, Seagozer in the alley there. Oh, I'm gonna look in the pockets. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they don't really have uh, any pockets, as it's more okay. of like, um, more like a like a, a kind of a robe kind of thing, right? But these are the what the people the employees wear. Yes, right. Yeah, very clearly. Yes. How much bigger is it than I am? <laughs> well, it's uh, if if you were a, a kid's size, it would probably be more like a, an XL on you. Is it something I could? get passed by or should I cut the bottom off or something to make it look a little um, more you might want to maybe give one of like the sleeves some slips and get them get rid of them sleeves okay <laughs> <laughs> now that you have a fancy slicey Just cut trying list. to turn him into a Lelander yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> right cut the sleeves off I mean Le- Lelanders do sound like there would be maritime folk don't they <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'll try to mess around with it a little bit in our downtime to figure okay. out how to make it look a little better. Great, absolutely. Yeah, if we have downtime, Bryn is just uh, Bryn is gonna look a little bit, you know, 
contemplative and looking out at the sea and like rubbing the headband in her hand and just anyway that's what she's doing and uh Falzern and, and Brendel are able to find their way back to you guys it's a dark it is yes <laughs> after about an hour an hour or two it full dark do you guys want to long rest first I was gonna ask it Gozer's currently long resting and can we can we try and take advantage of this like callish um, light activity and and also during the span that she's long resting get one in ourselves? I don't know if there's a full eight hours. Is there? If if you if the if the, the rest of you want to take a, an extra eight hours, you're making like goes there's a couple hours ahead on you here. Okay, so we can't count what we just did it as part of it. No, no. Okay. Why do you need a long rest? Well, we're going to be exhausted if we don't. Why not? Going into a battle. We all are? You you do need to, to sleep in a 24-hour period. Otherwise, well, you'll just make a constitution check and to stave off the the uh, effects of, of uh, sleep deprivation. And if you pass it, hey, great for you. If not... I got four hours, so... What time of night would it be if we took an eight-hour rest? If you took an eight-hour rest, it would be about three in the morning-ish. Oh, that's Perfect. not bad. I was thinking it would be like 8 oh, a.m. Okay. It, okay, that... I think that works fine. I thought it was that was gonna push us a lot later. So I think we get we go out someplace, someplace close to the pier there, and find a nice place to sort of scrunch down and. We uh, nice lay in our out. rowboat. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Falzerin, you got potions for us. So there's good news and there's bad news. I have two potions. That's all the store had, but thanks to Brendel. And his talents. He, we bought some supplies that he's able to make more potions out if of. If he's so talented, he should have saved Thuft. Look, Brand. That. Firstly, too soon. Secondly, Brendel like hangs his head a little bit. I'm just kidding, Brendel. I'm, so, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I just want to say before we go any farther, I want to say, when Gozer found her dark alley, she went and she set up a little couple little buoy traps, and kind of got a little comfortable, sat down. Looked around, noticed there was nobody there, and started crying. Aww. <laughs> so much crying. Poor Gozer. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. That was a bad call to say that. This is the darkest timeline. You're lucky, Gozer. <laughs> this is the darkest timeline. You. So you're, you're able to. So in during this long rest, Brendel will start crafting, and hopefully by the end of it, we'll be able to manage to get three of these potions done i'm gonna take my four hours first guys if that's okay and then in my last four hours you know while you're still resting uh i might just like one by one sneak back and forth and pick these little locks so that they're ready to go good plan all right okay so your your trance kind of goes by and everyone else i mean you guys want to take shifts or are you just i think we'll feel pretty safe in uh usual well might as well right Whatever you want. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I'll take first. And uh, Brendel is up working. And uh, yeah, the time passes and bring your trances over. So you can are free to, to get up and, and attempt to make some progress on these locks. Yeah. I want to stealth over. And, uh throwing on the Dorset salvage jacket? Yeah, I got the jacket on, okay. so no one should suspect anything. But do you still want to be stealthy? Yeah. Okay. 
make a stealth to get up there. 14. Not great, but... And then I'll work on the one closest to the wall. Make a... Um, what did we do last time when you were doing this stuff? I don't sleight know. Who hand. cares? Just make a sleight I of think hand. sleight of hand, yeah. Oh, uh, you know what, actually? I think it was uh, Mike that had sent me a note about a, an option rule in Xanathar's about using tools and tool proficiencies and really making them worth something. I am proficient in thieves' tools. Right, you have this thieves' tools. And uh, in Xanathar, I think it just offers, like, since you are proficient with the, these tools, it just gives you advantage on the check that you would make to unlock it. Okay. Well, that's good. So, yeah, let's do it. Um, so then my sleight of hand ends up being 18. Okay. So it takes you less than 10 minutes to unlock to get this first one. Being, you know, quite careful and, and as quiet as possible. And quiet, yeah, and just like... Okay, and then I'll move on to the next one. That's only a 16. It takes you a little bit longer. There's still another 10, 10 to 12 minutes go by and it's kind of peering around. That doesn't seem like anybody is around or have noticed okay. you. Yep. And I'll do the last one. All right. And that's a 22. Okay, there you go. Much, much more quick than yeah. the first two. And you have unlocked these uh, these barrels. Now, where are they? Like, what are they sitting on? Like a dock or something? Just on, like, the, the ground. These are kind of away from the water a little bit, right? But kind of off to the side of, of the beach. Okay. Um, like, would it be an area that I could try to pull? You said there's something on the top. Like, if I try to, like, get in that hatch or whatever. Yeah, you want would, to it try wouldn't, it. Like, you want would to... it be really loud and crazy? Or... Well, I don't know. The only time you really witnessed them being in use was kind of in the middle of the day. And it didn't seem like anyone right. was, was attempting to be quiet. But if you wanted to try to pull on one of these latches and see what happens, you absolutely could. I would like to. Okay. Just one of them. Sure. And it just kind of opens up like this hatch. The back end of this barrel kind of now swings open. Looking inside of it, you see to the front of it. So, you know, it's like standing like a regular barrel, right? Mm -hmm. And at the bottom of it, there's like a panel, uh, like a control panel with 10 levers set into it. A control panel with 10 levers and no like key or anything like that. Did the feet pop out? None of that happened. All you did was open it. <sighs> you could climb inside of it, but that's up to you. I would like to climb inside of it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for it. Go big or go home. Okay. So, yeah, you can easily get in there. I don't know. Are you leaving the hatch open behind you, or are you closing it up behind you? Uh, Closing it? Okay. So if you if you pictured like what you would think of like a, a rocket before it's blasting off, you know the orientation that the astronauts are in, like kind of looking up. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's, the seats are like the opposite, as this barrel has been tipped onto basically its front end. So you are kind of okay. If you were to sit in one of the chairs, kind of bracing yourself mm -hmm. for, against falling forward, you would be staring directly into the ground. Okay. And you can clearly see the bottom of it now is where the the viewfinder, like the, the the front portion of it is what you would see out of it where it operating. Okay, is there an obvious on button? <laughs> there are just 
10 levers. They are numbered 1 through 10, but uh, no additional, no other buttons or controls. Have I ever seen anything like this? That is a good question. Why don't you make me, make me a history check? Oh, I have not. Two. Yeah, the, the closest apparatus that you would have any knowledge of uh, using would just would have been Isabella's podium, really. It, uh, it does look kind of similar. It looks a lot less uh, intricate as it, it, like I said, just 10 levers. You, you push them up or you pull them down kind of thing. All right, I'll pull, I'll pull the first lever up or whatever way is not on. Well, you, you push the levers up or down. Oh, it's like in the middle right now? Yeah. Oh, I'll push it up? So lever in one, you're pushing up? Yeah, I don't know. You kind of hear this... <laughs> you hear the, the creak of, of metal kind of groan and the shifting of mechanics. From inside, you don't can't tell what has happened. Okay, so... But I'm like stationary, right? I'm like not moving. That's right. So I'll open the hatch and I'll take a look out. What, what happened? So that first lever, by pushing it up, you have extended the legs and the tail of this barrel. Yes, that's exactly what I wanted to do. Okay, okay. I have like another three hours to mess around before they're done, so let's see. Um, yes, I will, I will say the operation of that lever was not entirely silent. Okay, okay. Do I see anyone else around looking at me? You can make a perception check. Seven. You do not notice anyone in the immediate vicinity. I'm just trying to figure it out how to work it, guys. Save you time, okay? So don't don't get mad, all right? Um, all right, so then I take the second lever and pull it up. I'll go down in and do that. So the, the viewfinder here, which I didn't say was shuttered, it now kind of rolls up. And mm -hmm. since it's on the outside of it, it does kind of scrape along the ground as it's opening. But now you clearly see through this front window, this viewport, you do see the, the ground. Okay. That's cool. I'll flip the third one up. Now to either side of you on the left and the right, same thing. Two like shutters and open up to reveal viewpoints. And you see to your left the other barrel and the legs sticking out. And then, you know, to the, your right, you could see the, the legs on, on the other side of it. All right. I flip the next one up. So in front of you, again, the, the, the sound and the crunch of mechanic and metal against the, the ground as the two claws shoot out from the front of it, pushing the force of it pushes this barrel down and back onto its legs. So now you have some, somehow luckily managed to right it and it is sitting on it on the, on, the, on its legs. Those claws now deployed out in front of it. Okay. How many did I flip? Four? You have flipped the first four up, yeah. Alright, let's go for five. Five stay alive. Flipping up? Yep. And the you see the right claw, it extends out and it slashes against the side of the building in front There's of you. There's a building in front of it? Well, yeah, they were they're up against the building. I thought they were, like, facing the ocean, so there's just sand in front of Okay. Anyway, that doesn't make any sense. 
What are you talking about? They were a chain to the building. You got in it. I you, know. I thought the back. You able? You push it back, which could only push it away from the building, right? Onto its feet. Now it is sitting. It is set, looking at this this building. I thought I was looking at the ocean. Well, you're right. I didn't. I didn't specify what exact direction. As okay. the viewpoint. But it doesn't view- matter. I'm flipping these stupid switches. Sure, you would have flipped it anyways. Anyway. Exactly. Flip number six. Well, so the the flipping the fifth lever, the claw like struck against the side of the building. So it's, oh, it's now but made. People are, people are coming. I might as well flip them all and figure <laughs> okay. out what they do. So the sixth lever, the yeah. this apparatus begins to move forward, and now it's just moving. Till the claws kind of hit the wall, and it just continues. Okay, okay. So then I pull the lever back. I pull the lever back. The sixth lever. You pull it down or neutral? Neutral, and then down. Does down back it up? Down does. Now it starts to move back. Okay, let's back it away from that freaking building, far enough away that the claw can't reach or anything. Put it in neutral again. All right, and it stops. All right. Uh, flip number seven up. You turn, the whole thing turns 90 degrees to your left. So now you are, instead of you were looking at the building, right? You are now looking kind of towards the dock as it's turned left. Okay. Uh, let's flip number eight up. And so on the outside of it, these kind of eye stock looking things pop up and start to shine light, bright light for 30 feet in front of you, like a couple of headlights. And I can tell there's light coming out. Yeah, you see, yeah, because because you open the shutters, right? So bright light for thirty feet. As soon as I see the lights, I put it back into neutral. For number okay. eight. <laughs> I want that to be as little as possible. Uh, number nine up. Nothing happens. Nothing. So I'll flip nine down. Nothing happens. All right, put nine back in neutral. Okay. Um, flip ten up. Uh, the rear hatch pops open. And you kind of hear this escape of air as it unlatches and opens up. It's a rear hatch, you said? Yeah. It's the same one that you went into, that you were able to open from the outside. But So that's basically all I need. Okay. Okay, so I want to put all the levers back into neutral and hop back out of the barrel-looking thing and hang out until everyone else is done with the rest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I want to do, but I might have made enough noise that people are coming to get me for sure. I'm, I'm aware of that. Yes, you certainly would know that you've caused a bit of a ruckus. So after about five or so minutes, are you just are you sitting in it? Like after turning them all back to neutral? Yeah. So you turning them to neutral like didn't retract anything. Oh. Like it, so, it still has its claws and legs and tail splayed up. So I want to close the rear hatch, so I'm going to put the 10 lever down. Okay. It does close and seal. Okay. I don't... I already did the lights. Sure. I'll, for kicks, I'll pull number 7 down, which just turns me another 90 degrees, I'm guessing. It turns you 90 to the right. So you are now facing the building again. Okay. I have already moved front to back, so I'm a little bit further away. Can I move the six lever in a way that I'm back where I was when I started? Yeah. It'll just move it forward, right? Forward, because I moved extra far back. Okay. And then I will pull four down to retract the claws. Okay. Hopefully. I will close the side shutters with number three. I will close the main shutter with number two, like pulling them down. And then I will finally pull number one down. 
Okay. So all the legs and the tail come back. Yeah. Does it look like I found it? Uh, well, kind of, but now it's kind of like on it on what would be the belly of it, with if it were in crab form, right? Okay. As you saw, the two workers, they had kind of tipped it up, right, so it would not roll around. Okay, well, I'm going to leave it as it is. Get out and shut the hatch. Okay. Because I can't move that. And are you just staying put? I'm going to go back to the other people, to Falzerin and Grendel and Shaft. Okay. And just hope that someone thought it fell. I don't know. <laughs> Are the chains like on the ground or is there a way I can put the chains so that it looks like they're locked, but they're not? You could uh, position the chains in a way to try to attempt to make it look like they're still secure. Yeah. I would like to take an extra minute if no one is around and like rushing me to do that. Okay. Make a... You know what? Just make me another sleight of hand. Okay. I don't get advantage this time. No. 13. Okay. I'm back, get back to, to the, party. the I'm back to the crew, except for not Gozer, I guess. All right, and Brendel's still kind of crafting. Okay. Hey, Brendel. Uh, were you successful? Yeah, I think I, uh, I think I can figure out how to operate these things. I don't know. It was kind of loud, though. Oh, that was you. I, yeah, that was me. I hope not. But hopefully this, and I point to my jacket, <laughs> quiets any questions. And, uh, you know, five or ten minutes pass and you do hear... Well, you, you guys are in the close vicinity of the salvage building, I thought right? we would be. Kind of yeah, around you where you first saw these apparatuses come out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, Bryn, you're able to see uh, a couple of guards. They kind of come by with with torches, and they just, you know, inspecting and and investigating, and they see this barrel tipped over, and you see one of them kind of bend over to look look around it, and they kind of mill about, and they quietly chat to each other for a minute or two, and then you kind of see them walk away. Yes. Okay. Close one. And the the rest goes by, and you are all benefiting from a long rest. Okay. As you wake up, and it is uh, still dark, dawn fast approaching. Hey, guys, wake up. Let's go. We got the potions? I think so. We got yes, potions, I, 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 I toiled through the night, but I, I, they are finished. Well, I got good news for you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the locks are already picked. Everything's ready to go. I made a little bit of noise, but I think I got away with figuring out how to work those things last night. How's it work? There's all sorts of levers. Uh, I'll have you hop in and I'll teach you how to do it. And uh, then I'll get and I'll, I'll be the driver for one of them. You can be the driver for the other shaft. Okay. Is it complicated? I mean, can you tell me? Well, yeah, so there's ten different levers. Okay. You don't have to go through all of them. I won't go through all of them. But there's ten different levers. Basically, up is on, down is off, right? So, oh, okay. I'll try to explain it to you, and then I'll just let you figure it out too. I guess. Just push. That sounds simple enough. Push number six up and get yourself a little bit away from the building first. Then you can figure out what the rest do. Okay. So, if everybody's ready, 
Can I get a... Everybody got their potions? Can we... Are we going to separate these out? Oh, yeah. Where is Gozer? So, I wake up and I go to join them, I guess. <laughs> and you would have been up and able to move around for a couple hours beforehand, too, right? Yeah. So, I don't know if you wanted to do something in particular. There it goes. Um... She's depressed. She's oversleeping. <laughs> I I think I probably would have heard Bryn making all that noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I would have would have just gone and watched, and then watched <laughs> to see if anybody was coming. But just watch her what she was doing. Okay. So you've seen her fumble around with these <laughs> this apparatus for my amusement. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have to make a con check? The disease. Yes, you do. Could you make me, after your long rest, make another constitution saving throw? That might not be good. Five. We can uh, edit that out. Roll again. (laughs) 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 Yeah, let me roll again. That's a, oh, natural 20. (laughs) Yeah, good job. So, yeah, the last couple of days you've been feeling pretty, pretty good, despite being afflicted with whatever this this disease is but i don't know this morning and you've been kind of fighting it back but maybe it was uh, on the the hard surface of the alley and the weeping before bed <laughs> um you wake up and some of your boils start to to pop and kind of spread throughout your body and you take 21 points of necrotic damage jeez oh Pete. what are you kidding as we know, it is a deadly disease. Didn't Gozer have inspiration? Oh, oh yeah. Can I use Can I use my inspiration? You, you better could roll. have. <laughs> it's a little late for yeah. that, I'm going to say. Gozer. Oh, come on. Use it. Use it. Use it. And don't get a two. Or whatever you got. Leland, you're going to let me? Or no, I'm not, because done? you need to use it before I give you the result. Okay. <sighs> That hurt. No. So are are any of the boils like obvious or can I like hide them with my furs? Well, I think we had said you, you got hit on, on the shoulder, right? So yeah, you kind yeah. of have your furs over them, but they just kind of spread across your chest as they burst, much like they spread across Thuff's entire body and Why are we doing him. this again? Why are we doing this? Falsern? Why are we doing this? So, of course, that happens unknown to the party as that happened immediately after Gozer wakes in the alley. Yeah. So Gozer is free to, free to join after witnessing Bryn uh, before, fool around with the crowd. Before I go join them, mm-hmm. I'm going to take one of my health potions so I don't look sickly in front of them. Okay. That's actually nice to bring up. A month ago, by the time this comes out, <laughs> we had a Twitter poll because John had um, sent a great video by the Dungeon Dudes about five um, house rules. And one of them was to have... Uh, the potions heal max damn uh, like auto- max a die roll and unfortunately the lelanders have spoken potions will remain the same self-proclaimed but be, lelanders but be in near infinite supply basically the players will be able to buy as many as they have gold for at shops the lower tiered ones anyways okay i have uh i have not max health i'm still down by eight uh and i have one health potion left you want to go looking for a shop? It is like no. three in the morning. There are I no have, shops open. I have, yeah, and I still have one health potion. She woke okay. up two year, two hours early, so it'd be one a.m. You know? It would be one a.m. Maybe you could get a last call at a tavern. 
but you would not be able to find any shops that could sell you a health potion. Uh, I'm just going to wander this to the streets of the city a little bit and just observe. Okay. And be sneaky in the shadows. Gozer sneaky or, like, actually sneaky? I'm sneaky! Uh-huh. Every time we've been sneaky, sneaky, I've been sneaky, sneaky. If you see some guards, would you, you want to avoid them? Yes. Okay, make, make a cell check. I rolled a one. Well, before oh, wait, I give I you the result... I <laughs> Don't use it on that! No? I don't know. Don't listen to me. Well, I haven't done anything wrong. No, I'm not going to use it. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm just wandering this, the streets of the city in the middle of the night with no reason as a half-orc. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so you do see two two guards kind of briskly walking by you in, in the direction of, of the lower docks here. And, uh, yeah, they, they certainly notice you, and as it's not... Um, not very, not incredibly late, and you you are right. You are just walking around, not causing any trouble. They they don't stop or talk to you or anything like that. But you do see them rush past. I'm go- since they're in the, going in the direction of the docks, I'm going to discreetly follow them. And these do end up being the two guards kind of responding to the ruckus that Bryn had caused. Okay, everybody together now. We're together. Yes. It is still dark. What is the plan? We're going to hop in these crabs. So, Bryn, you, yeah, you said you were able to unchain them and figure out how to work them, but you caused a bit of noise. Yeah, I think the guards checked around the area and decided it was nothing and walked away. Oh. Okay, that's But I'm not convenient. going anywhere till I get my breathing underwater potion. Oh, yeah, Brent will, will hand, out, hand them out to everybody. There is one for everybody. So how, long, how does this work, guys? It will last for an hour? Yeah, after you drink it, you can breathe underwater for one hour. Crazy. Magic is so cool. Okay, so uh, I'm driving one of these. Shaft's driving the other. Who's uh, who's going where? They're really built for two, but Shaft's kind of like a half, you know? He is a halfling. Yeah, do, you, do you think we can squeeze three people into one of them if Shaft's one of those three people? I think as long as Gozer... So maybe Gozer goes with me and you two go with him? Might yeah, fit you, better. you'd be able to do that. Yeah. Okay. You want to sit on Brendel's lap, Shaft? Sure. That is a flask. I am not happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we all get in and we start them up. Start them up, which means... Okay, Shaft, what, what is the first lever you pull, Shaft? I'm going to push one up. Okay. You pop out the legs and the tail. Yep. Then I'm going to do two up. All right. The front shutter kind of scrapes along the ground and opens. Yeah. Oh, wait. I think Gozer would have rolled this thing over on its belly first. You can try. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to try and roll it over so it doesn't do the scraping and it's in the right proper position sure. for when everything... Yeah, okay. you want me to give you a strength check? Yeah, and if anyone wants to help her, you can. I'll help her. Okay. Because I'll know that's what it needs to be like. Oh, yeah. 19, baby. I got 16. Okay. Yeah, you guys are able to. This thing is very heavy, but you are able to, to get tip it up and maybe jam something underneath to leverage and kind of put it on its belly, and that is now the orientation. So, shaft. On the legs, you are now up on the legs with the tail. The front shutter opens up. 
Yep. I'll do the side windows with a three up. Then I'm going to turn it around by doing the seven. All right. And turn it left. And then I guess take it back to neutral and do it again. Does that turn it another yeah. 90 degrees? Uh, yep, absolutely. And then I'm going to move forward with a six. Okay. And Brenda, Start walking towards the beach. Doing the same? Yep. Same, same. Mine is already on its belly, so... Let's get crabbing. Before before we go into the water, I want to make sure the hatch is closed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> with a 10. Okay. And then um, get in, and once we get into the water, I want to turn on the eye stock light with an 8 up. Same, same. So, yeah, you guys um, get in the water, and these, despite how heavy they are, are... They float. They're, buoy, they're buoyant. And the forward lever still continues you into the water, and its tail starts flicking back and forth behind it, and it is now swimming along the surface of the water. Oh. So how do they get down to the salvage? So I'm going to push nine. Oh, um, yeah, the one that did nothing. So yours, Shaft, sinks down into the water 20 feet. With, with an up motion? Yeah, with the lever nine up, you sink down Brin, 20 feet. Okay. Brin doesn't know that Shaft has done this. I thing. know, but I can see that he disappeared, and I'm like, what the heck? I didn't know how to do that, so I'm looking like looking at him like, this does this, this does this, this, okay? So then she takes nine, and she pulls it down. Nothing happens. Okay, so then she's like, what the heck? So then she pulls nine up. You sink 20 feet. And I can see him, he's right there. Yeah, you can see other right. side views. You guys can look and see each other now. And I, like, wave at him like, I figured it out, too. Brenda, have you put your lights on? Yeah, yep. Okay. Okay, so I think we're going to continue to start going that direction towards the storm. The okay. perfect storm here, yeah. And uh, see if we run into anything. Or, let me restate that. Try not to run into anything. <laughs> yeah. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us, contact at IncouragableParty.com, or reach out on social media. The Incursible Party on Facebook and Instagram, at IncouragablePar on Twitter, using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!